4: Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on Wake your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wake DT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from nine a.m. to eleven a.m. Eastern time. I hope you're all enjoying your day today. I hope you all had a good weekend. I hope you spent some time doing something that you love, you know, something that you care about. I, I hope that you know, you made the most of the time that you have because that's what it's all about. You know, at the end of the day, it's about, you know, spending time wisely, you know, and it's it's about doing what you can to enjoy your life and to make your life fruitful and to make your life meaningful and important and, and special. So I, I hope that whatever you did over the weekend, it was something that was good. It was something that was for you, you know, something that something that you you can take with you so to speak and you know I mean I got to do some really cool things and and uh, we'll talk about that in just a in just a second here because I do want to let you know that on today's broadcast I'm very excited about the opportunity that I have this morning to share with you my special with the Liverpool Boys Lacrosse team the Liverpool Warriors Boys Lacrosse team is going to be joining us today on the broadcast. I want to thank everybody that came out to The event at Home Team Pub. And as you know, we have the opportunity to share this uh, with you when we're on site, on location at the Home Team Pub with Liverpool every single month. And then after doing that, we share it here on the airwaves. So you get the opportunity to come out and see us. And for those of you that come out and see the show, you're the first ones that obviously get to hear it and feel it and be around it. And then after that, we are able to share it with you here on the airwaves. So it's always better to come out and see it, always better to come out and support your local athletes, your local schools, and your local businesses like the Home Team Pub, and then once you do that and you come out and enjoy that with us, then you can celebrate it again here on the airwaves. So thank you to everybody that came out and thank you to everyone's support and to uh, everything that you've done to be connected with Wake up call with Dan Satora, and for coming out to Home Team Pub this past week and coming to see the Liverpool Warriors boys lacrosse team and supporting the entire team, including those special guests that we had: head coach Mike Felice, as well as Jake Fahey, Jake Pasino, Devin Dwayne, as well as Ryan McGowan. And just, I mean, I had a great time with these young men, and and obviously with Coach. And, and I'm elated about the opportunity that I have to share that with you this morning. So today's show is going to encompass a, a lot of that. I mean, the majority of today's show is going to feature the opportunity that I had with the Liverpool Warriors boys lacrosse team at home team pub and, you know, celebrating just our conversation. We had a lot of fun. We're going to talk, obviously, lacrosse. And we're going to talk about, you know, the team's chemistry and their connection and this season and whatnot. And then we're going to play Rapid Fire. And we definitely have a lot of fun with Rapid Fire. It's something I've done on my show for years. It gets us, you know, away from the sports questions and puts us in a world where anything goes and we can ask about anything. But the fairness of it all that I love is that not only do I put the coach and the players on the hot seat, but they get to put me on the hot seat. You know, and, and like I've said many times, I don't know anybody that does that. You know, I don't know anybody that says, OK, you know what? I'm the interviewer, but I'm going to be interviewed and I'm going to let you put me on the hot seat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anybody that, you know, that does that. That's that's uh, in the media saying, OK, you know what? I'm the one that asked the questions, but now you get to ask the questions. But there's a there's there's something fun in that. And there's, there's something exciting in, in sharing that and, and putting yourself in that vulnerability. You know, the thing is, and this is what I believe, you know, if I ask the players and the coaches to answer questions and be vulnerable and not know what's coming next, you know, how can you ask something of someone that you are unwilling to give yourself? So for me, it's 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 the fairness. It's showing them, hey, thank you so much for coming out and doing the show. Thank you for being a part of this. And, you know, I'm going to be in the same boat with you. I'm going to share this experience with you in every way possible. And I think that it makes it real, you know, and I, and I think that it makes it special and it, and it makes it unique. And so I want to thank everybody that understands that and supports that and, uh, and appreciates that. So the Liverpool boys lacrosse team is going to be on the show with me. In just a few minutes, you'll hear from, once again, Jake Pesino, Jake Fahey, Ryan McGowan, Devin DeWayne, and head coach Mike Felice. And I just wanted to uh, share really quick here this morning on the show. I said, I hope you did something good with your weekend. You know, my weekend was a long weekend. It was a treacherous and tough weekend, you know, mentally and emotionally. But there were so many beautiful things that happened with the weekend. And I got to go to Chittenango Falls. You know, I promised myself I was going to go. I had originally planned to to be accompanied when I went. and And instead, I went by myself. And, you know, ultimately when I went, it was, you know, a, a, a tremendous experience to to go out and to be able to do it. But, you know, I, it was, it was, I'm kind of on this spiritual journey right now. And I'm trying to, you know, understand some things that have happened in life and, and trying to understand, you know, kind of what God wants and, and, and to listen to God and, and to try and really hear him. And, you know, for those of you that that follow on Facebook and whatnot and, and on Instagram. I mean, if you're following me on Instagram, you could see it at Call DT. You can see, you know, all the pictures and the videos and the stuff that I did. But, you know, I, I just, I really have been, I've been on this spiritual journey of understanding and I felt like I needed to go to Chittenangle Falls. So I went to Chittenangle Falls and, you know, going out there to Chittenango Falls and experiencing everything, you know, just really, it really moved me and, you know, it, it gave me what I needed, and the thing is, you know, the weather's been so up and down that, you know, I was like, okay, well, it's supposed to be in the 60s, and then it's supposed to snow on Sunday, so I have to go, and, you know, here we are. Lo and behold, it did snow on Sunday, and I don't know what your backyard looks like, but my backyard has, has you know, it's, it's now all white again. It's all snow-filled again, and, you know, and I'm okay with that because I, I said it's going to snow until May 12th. It's the belief that I have, and I'm confident that it's going to snow until May 12th. So, you know, I've just kind of accepted that. But really, you know, to, to go on this this journey, and it was so cool because, you know, I, I obviously cover the Syracuse Stallions, as you all know, and being on this journey, you know, I, I posted the stuff. And when I posted it, you know, I was hoping that, you know, it would be seen and, you know, and appreciated appreciated, and, and, you know, make somebody go back and kind of think and, and be like, wow. And it was funny because after the game, you know, Nick Pirioli comes up to me. He's like, he's like, how was your trip to Chitango Falls? And then Josh Winans came up to me and said, hey, man, did, did, you know, how did everything work out at Chittenangle Falls? Like, did you find what you need? So so to speak. And, you know, I just, I thought it was tremendous that, uh, that the stallions, you know, a lot of them had, you know, been kind of following my trip and, and following my, my moment at the falls. And, you know, that, that just that sense of, you know, people are, are concerned and, and people are, you know, looking out after you and they care about you and they, they want to make sure that you're, that you're doing all right. And that just, you know, it really did it. It meant the world to me. That there are people that really cared and you know, even if the person that you hope sees it doesn't see it, and even if the person that you you hope can can really feel it and, and understand it and kinda get a get a sense of who you are, you know, if they're not that that there's other people out there that see it and sense it and feel it and 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 connect with it, you know, that that really goes a long way. So you know, I got to do that this weekend and I and like I said, I hope you got to do something exciting, fight you know, exciting and, and exhilarating and something for your soul. You know, I mean I think Chitnango Falls and I have started a relationship <laughs> that we're gonna keep and I, I think that, you know, there's a lot that that, that I'll probably do out at Chittenango Falls now and I got to find, you know, some spots that that, you know, are, are off the beaten path and it was so beautiful to be able to experience that and to be around that and to just kind of, you know, live in that moment and, and have that, you know, and I actually went out there and I sang a little bit and, you know, that was, that was very exciting for me and, and just very unique and it was different. And I mean, really, honestly, the whole experience was, was amazing and tremendous. And I can't be more thankful for, you know, the opportunity that I got. And, you know, I want to thank God for it because I thought, that I needed it, and I really did. And to be able to to have that moment in time, you know, no matter what comes out of it, no matter what ends up happening, it, it just it it just means the world to me that at least I put myself in front of the Lord, and I put myself, you know, with nature, and I allowed myself to be free. And when I feel like I'm standing on the edge, ready to fall, and not understanding. I stood on the edge and, you know, and, 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 and sought to understand. So, you know, I, I I just, I loved it. I loved the the moment, and it was so special and so peaceful and so unique and so hard and there's a hundred different emotions being there at Angle Falls this weekend, but it was so moving. And I just really hope that it leads – to the the beauty that I'm hoping for. And uh, if I'm wrong, then I hope that it leads to the beauty something that's that you know is is right. So beautiful thing. And outside of that, you know the Syracuse stallions just up and, and won the 2019 Eastern. Region championship, not a big deal. You know, they're just going to the elite eight of 143 ABA teams in their first season. They're 23 and one, and they're fighting for a national championship. You know, just I mean, chump change, right? (laughs) Obviously, I'm kidding. I mean this this team is fantastic, and we're gonna be talking to the Stallions all throughout the week. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. I knew they could do it, and I'm so proud of each and every single one of them. You know this, and I was at that game Saturday night, and then we partied Saturday night, and I drank for the first time ever responsibly. Uh, For everybody that knows me, knows I've never been drunk, and that is true. I'm 33 years old, and that has never been me, and it never will be me. I'm just not that type of person to to uh, be able to drink of the victor's cup. You know, I never got to do that. And uh, Mike Silgamosto, the president had 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 put a nice little concoction inside of the trophy and i got to uh sample so we we had some we had you know we passed that around so to speak and so that was that was really cool and it was a lot of fun and i got to be with my parents yesterday and 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 that was great and uh so i really just i love the experience and i loved my weekend and as much as my weekend was really really difficult and really really tough i got some good advice shout out to my priest (laughs) And, you know, I, I just, um, I think that anybody out there that's going through any type of tough time, I just want you to know that if you have the, you know what, I want to read this because I open up my, my dad said to me yesterday, cause I'm like, freak, you know, I'm just freaking out and cause time, you know, times are tough and sometimes things bother you. And my dad goes, just open up, he goes, you open up your Bible and read your Bible. My dad's like, <laughs> almost never said that to me. He goes, open up your Bible and read your Bible. And I was like, all right, cool. So I want to read this really quick. It's called The Fig Tree Withers. And then we're going to get into Liverpool Warriors Boys Lacrosse. But I just felt like I should read it this morning. It is Matthew chapter 21, verse 18 is where it starts. The Fig Tree Withers. Early in the morning as he was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly, they asked. Jesus replied, I will tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. We'll take a step aside and we'll come back with Liverpool Boys Lacrosse in just a moment.
5: This, this is a wake-up, wake-up up call, Fast Break. The thrill of the gaming, adventure, and achievement collide at the Museum of Intrigue, located on the third floor in Destiny USA in Syracuse, New York. Open seven days a week, the Museum of Intrigue offers over 25 untold stories and is ever-growing and changing. For more information, call 855 653 7227 or reserve your story today at museumofintrigue.com. Spark your curiosity at the Museum of Intrigue, where you will never have the same experience twice.
4: All right, we are here on the stage with the Liverpool Warriors boys lacrosse team and we are here with Ryan McGowan as well as Jake Pasino because he couldn't wait to come back after basketball and we have coach Mike Felice as well the head coach of the team so first and foremost I'm going to hand this to you Mike and just what you could say about being here at home team pub this place was built for Liverpool it was built for the community it was built to welcome in the warriors so what do you think about the place
2: i think it's great you guys definitely done a lot some upgrades some paint bringing in the sports memorabilia i think it's pretty cool i think it gives you a nice like a hometown feel and coming here and celebrate sports and our community and everything going on that we have
4: here yeah you know you look at everything that that is here and you know Joey Khalil and the entire team here put a lot of work into it and you see right in that like cubbyhole there we have the liverpool warriors so it must be nice to walk in and 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 see that that supports with you and joe is actually the owner is went to school at liverpool so that's the connection that you have so just what you could say about knowing that you know it's it's clear that they want to really ingrain themselves in the community
2: yeah i haven't been to a place like this before where it's like just up there uh, and just let you know that you're welcome here and they like the sports and just supporting us it's, it's a good feeling I've never had that before
4: now you brought four guys with you i'm going to talk about these two right now and why you asked them to represent the team here at this show and obviously it's wake up call with dan satora live on location for the liverpool warriors we're here every single month with liverpool and this month is boys Across. why jake casino right why ryan mcgowan
2: well they're seniors for us they've been with us for three years um the guys i brought are the in my in our opinion one of the hardest workers that we have on our team and they are leaders on the field and you know as captains or just by their work ethic and um, I know they're hungry I know they're ready and I think you know when you get to this point as a senior I think that these guys deserve to get to be able to you know come out in front of everybody and let them know you know where we're at what we're doing and just kind of be the face of our program
4: Jake welcome back first and foremost thank you, thank you. you're welcome so what did you learn from last time? Did you, did you take anything away from the last visit that you had with us here?
3: Uh, don't, don't be nervous. That's one thing. <laughs> yeah,
4: You're not now, though, right? Yeah. Not nervous at all. So basketball season finishes up. Lacrosse season starts up. Speak with me about the transition.
3: Uh, well, obviously, this is my number one sport, so uh, it's pretty easy for me to go from basketball to lacrosse. But, you know, I'm trying to uh, have the same success, that we've had for basketball and transitioning it to lacrosse with
4: my boys that I've been with since second grade. And I know that you're moving forward and gonna continue playing this sport of lacrosse in college. Just what it means to you to have this one final run with Liverpool? Uh, I, need, I, need, uh, I need some uh,
3: memorabilia to come home with me, a section chip. You know, I know Felice wants it, I know Ryan wants it, I know my teammates wants it, so
4: we need to bring it home. Fair enough, all right, Ryan? So, what did what did Jake tell you about being prepared for this? Did he prepare you at all? No. <laughs> so you know nothing of the rapid fire questions or any of that stuff. No, I do. Being not. put on the hot seat, none of that. No. Nope. All right, good. That's awesome. So, what can you say about being a part of this team and, and just what makes this team special?
1: Um, what makes this team special is that uh, we grew up like we grew up together hey. since like second and third grade. Like, especially the seniors, although we lost a few seniors, like, yeah. like, the seniors we have on the team now are a tight net, have been playing for years and years together. And I think that, that like, that's what make our team great.
4: And to have that, you know, like Jake was saying, playing with some of these guys in second grade, just what that does for the team, how just knowing everybody's tendencies, strengths, weaknesses, just what that's done for the team. Yeah, it's built
1: chemistry, really good chemistry, too.
4: So you look at that chemistry, and how this team has kind of built itself up. What would you say are the best strengths of this year's team?
1: Um, communication. In the past, for uh, Liverpool across like, past few years, we have like, the team hasn't been like uh, close. Like I feel this like this year we're we're like a lot closer. We include everybody in everything.
4: So you feel that closeness. What 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 did that this year?
1: Um, I think us as seniors stepped up and Mm brought all the younger guys in because we have an eighth grader on the team. I know that's hard for him, and I feel like as us seniors, we got to welcome him. So you feel like that leadership
4: that you've created as a senior group is what's changing the team right now for the better? Yeah. Jake, would you say the the same thing? Would you say that there's more openness, more communication, more kind of a family feel, so to speak?
3: Yeah, I think we just – it's really just like effort and we all just want it. You know, we've, we've been growing up together and, you know, we just all want this last year to go how we, how we planned it to be.
4: And when you say you want some hardware and whatnot, how doable do you think it is when you look at the team on the field? It's easy. If we just stick together,
3: you know, we've already gone through one game, we've gone through that team, we can go through every, se- every single team on our schedule.
4: Fair enough. All right, Mike. What do you think about that? You heard Jake say he wants hardware. He doesn't want to leave without it. So, what do you think about this year's team?
2: I I agree with everything that you are saying. It's one of the uh, a team that Coach Wolf and I was we were actually talking about it today. Just coming to practice is fun. You know, to compete with these guys, just you know, talk a little trash to each other, get people jacked up, and um, you know, I think they're buying into where we're at, and I I think it shows on the field. and I know they want the hardware, and I know that in practice they're working to get that hardware. I mean, we can tell. It's just, it's just fun. It's just, it's a good time to be there. It's, you know, I don't dread coming to practice. I don't think any of the players dread coming to practice. And you know, I can't say that for you know past teams that we've had. And sometimes it's been, you know, you know, a challenge uh, to get everybody on the same page and to get senior leadership and. know we don't have those problems this year we those things are all taken care of and it it creates a nice positive and fun environment for us
4: is this the the best senior class that maybe you've coached
2: yeah this would be up there with uh, our 2012 group that won the championship that was a really solid senior group Um, and this group I would say is neck and neck with them I mean in terms of all the intangibles and everything that Ryan and Jake has talked uh, has spoken about it's that's all right up there with everything that they've done and how they led the team and how our practices were i mean some of these practices are tougher than some of the games that we're you know we we could play and i think that's a you know hats off to the seniors and our team just for actually getting after it and i think it's important and i think they do too so it's all good stuff
4: they talk about you you play how you practice so if you feel that at practice if you you know and if the guys feel that if they feel like they are pushed more there than they are by other teams and obviously that's gonna breed success for you
2: absolutely and I, I, I mean you can ask them I think I think that's what it is I think that's what one of the big differences that we have this year is our practice is it's good it's it's competitive it's upbeat it's we do work you know we're running we're conditioning we're doing tough drills you know it's and I think it, it's all good stuff
4: Jake would you agree with that do you think that you practice even harder I mean is practice harder than the games I know, I know you've just started off the season but do you get a sense of that that the guys that you're going up against on your own team are pushing you even more than your competitors
3: yeah we uh, we compete a lot during, the, during practice you know we do a bunch of drills where it's offense versus defense everyone against each other and stuff so it's a lot of trash talking and I think we all just want to win and when we practice when we go on the game we get to hit other people you know trash talk other people so it's it's way better than practicing.
4: When you trash talk each other, who is the biggest trash talker? Me, me and this guy over here. <laughs>
3: this guy right here? Yeah. I all usually right. win, though. Okay. All right. So do you trash talk at each other? No. I usually it sticks up for the O, and I'm, I'm usually with the defense.
4: So, oh, okay. Yeah. So so you're saying stuff, and he's <laughs> saying stuff on the side of the go-ahead.
2: No, yeah. We just have a good time with each other. We yeah. uh, we definitely chirp at each other, and uh, you know I think that kind of brings a little competitive environment to practice um, this the some of the drills we do that's keeping score like today offense one one of them and, and we definitely let them know about it yeah and you know the defense <laughs> came back and they got one on us and kind of close their mouth a little bit, you know, so it's it's fun, but just to have that atmosphere where you can actually joke around with the kids and actually talk a little trash to them without them, you know, getting upset, and they can actually give it back to you. I mean, that's, I think that creates a positive environment too, and it lets them know that we care about them, and, yeah. you know, when they come back at us, they know that, you know, it's it's not, we're not taking it personal, it's a safe place that they can say those things to us and act like that and know that, you know, that's just, you know, how we are as athletes and competitors, and, and, and it's, it's all good stuff, but, yeah, we definitely, uh, you
4: have a few
1: words with each other, yeah.
4: Ryan, who is the best trash talker between
5: Jake
1: Pesino and Coach Felice? Mm, I got to go with the Coach. He's on the <laughs> yeah. O side. You got to go go Coach, yourself? Yeah, he's on the O side. So. All right.
4: Is there any other reason besides he's on the offensive side?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's playing time, I guess.
4: Yeah, he wants to play inside. So, but what can you say about that, that playfulness of practice? What does that do to kind of help you guys? Does it... You know, having that fun at practice and being able to go back and forth, what does that do for the environment?
1: It gives our team energy and it makes it fun. It makes like it gets everybody like hyped up and like ready to practice, ready to do the next drill. If offense loses, then next drill we trot like trash talk and try to beat the defense. And then next drill it's just back and forth, back and forth.
4: Who's the toughest defensive player to go up against? The man right here. Are you saying that because he's sitting here or
1: are you saying it because it's real? No, nah, because it's true. Why? Good fundamental defense. He's good with his feet. All right. Jake, who's the toughest offensive player for you to go up against on the team? That's tough. Probably the
3: probably the guy sitting right there or, or him sitting next to me. Right. You know, well,
4: for the people that can't see, who are you talking about?
3: Jake Fahey. Uh, Jake they're Fahey. really the only ones that go up against me in practice and want to... You know, I'm not, I'm not here to boast myself but they want to get better and they go
4: against the best defender on the team. Okay, all right, fair enough. Jake, We'll see if Jake agrees <laughs> with, with him being the best defender on the team. Okay, so we do have we got an agreement. So, Coach, I'm going to go with you on this one. What it means to be a Liverpool warrior. How would you define being a piece of this Liverpool high school lacrosse team? Why is it special?
2: I think uh, a word to describe it is gritty i think they get a little they get down and dirty um and that's something you know when i was a player that i i wanted to pride myself on is just kind of being tough and you know being down and dirty not worrying about anything just working hard and i think that these guys have that so it's it's nice to have that connection with them too and not just like you know and for the liverpool program and just uh you know, kind of have you know some of these younger kids that come and watch our games, or you know, come to practices, or uh, that can see that, and that's like kind of like what they hopefully can aspire to, and that can trickle down from the top with these guys down to um, to them to kind of represent our program as you know that's what we are, and that's what we're trying to get out. Practice is hard. Practice is tough. Yes, we do run. Yes, we get after it, but it's a, for a reason. And I think with these guys at the helm right now, and, and right in the front and face of everybody the face of our program i think that really helps with bringing that environment to you know trickling down to the jvs you know and modified when they come you know because we do practices where we have the modified come to practice and our guys here run through the whole run run a whole practice for us and they get to see these the younger guys get to see that so i think that's like kind of the core value that i think as a program and at liverpool that we value
4: ryan what would you say it means to be a part of this team
1: um, to be a part of this team, I mean, you gotta work hard to be a part of this team. Um, we don't we don't take it easy, I mean, everybody works hard at practice. Everybody, everybody wants it. So to be a part of this team, you gotta want it, huh? and you gotta you gotta be ready to play.
4: Jake, what would you say about it? What makes what makes this Liverpool team special?
3: just uh, energy and what Ryan said, just wanting everything, wanting to be successful and stuff, you know. You can't come to the practice moping around Then if you do something bad, you know, you're just off of the whole practice. you got to have a short-term memory and just be able to give all the other guys the energy that they want.
4: So, to go off of that a little bit, Jake, I'm going to stay with you on this one. What does it mean to be a warrior? How would you define the warrior piece of Liverpool? Uh, what Felice said,
3: gritty and tough. You know, you got to not take things lightly when somebody scores on you or something you got to give it right back if somebody knocks you on the ground you got to make that play up
4: what would you say Ryan what does it mean to be a warrior
1: you got to be tough mentally and physically
4: and you talk about being mentally tough it's something I I speak about a lot on the show It doesn't matter what sport you play and it doesn't even matter about sports you know it's me as a broadcaster it's pilots it's it's nurses it's janitors it's teachers it's whoever if you're not mentally tough the world gets at you yeah you know what i mean and, and you can practice great you can know your playbook you can know what you're supposed to do know your reads know your keys know all of that you can get in the weight room you can run on the track but if you don't have it up here and if this is your worst enemy you're not going anywhere yeah so just to speak a little bit more on that about being mentally tough how important that is that without it you really don't have anything
1: to, uh, to be mentally tough, like. Examples like our drills like if we lose it. We lose a drill. We make a bad pass on the offense We we have short-term memory. We, we forget that in the next play. We, we try to make it better um,
4: And just going off of that yeah, make it better What would you say Jake about being mentally tough and how if you don't have that you don't have anything?
3: Um, I mean like what he said you just got to have short-term memory you got to have that one-up attitude you know you can't let somebody step on you you know you got to be you got to be mentally tough what would you say coach
4: about this team and mental toughness
2: well they definitely have it for sure um i think it's it applies to outside of lacrosse i think look like what you're saying with life and i mean you're gonna have adversity all over the place the rest of your life and if you're not able to respond to that then you're not going to be able to amount to much so being having going through those times where you know things don't go your way and responding to it I think that's a, a good lesson for these guys for not just lacrosse but life school you know having a family because there's you know ups and downs like every turn every everywhere you go there's something that could happen or will happen that you got to respond to and you know people are looking at how you respond to those things you're gonna feel sorry for yourself or you're gonna get after it you know yeah. and get it done so
4: so with that being said, before we have the other gentleman up here we're gonna go to that segment called rapid fire so right. this is where I get to put you guys on the hot seat, but in fairness, I don't know any broadcaster that does this, I put myself on the hot seat, okay. so I'm going to ask you a couple, but then you get to ask me a couple, so, and I have to answer them, and I hope that you have not heard of anything the Stallions did to me, because the questions that they asked me, they were political, they were about like my romantic life, it was oh, it was man. too deep, it's too deep, I can't do that, they were about like who would win if they played each other, so I can't do that, So. Ryan, I'm, I'm going to ask my questions first. I'll go on the hot seat second. So, Ryan, I'm going to go to you first. If hey. anybody could play you in a movie, who would it be and why?
1: Anybody could play me in a movie. Anybody yeah. could play me? Anybody playing you. Who's the actor? Oh, God. I don't really know a lot of actors. <laughs> um, say Leonardo... DiCaprio, Leonardo
2: nice. Capio. I right. like why? it.
1: Why? Good looks. Good
2: yes. looks. <laughs>
4: right. I love it. All right, Leo. All right, Jake. I'm going to you on this one. Hmm.
3: Don't think too hard.
4: I know. I'm trying to. Okay. If you had to choose anybody on the team, who would you say is the most charismatic person on the team that can make anybody believe anything?
3: Uh, Jacob Vaca. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? Uh, this this kid is probably the biggest jokester that you would ever meet in the, your entire life. You know, nothing's nothing serious to him,
4: but he makes you believe it.
3: He makes he makes you believe everything. He makes you laugh. He'll right. do anything to make you believe it.
4: All right, fair enough, Coach. Give me something on your bucket list you haven't done yet that you have to do.
2: Uh, I definitely want to go skydiving.
4: That is like the mo- That's my like most universal answer. And my, this is, so Shamarco Thomas, who played for Syracuse football, and he's in the NFL right now. So Shamarco and I have a really good relationship, big faith in God, both of us. And I'm talking to him, and he says, we got to go skydiving. So this is on the show live. And I said, all right, but he likes Chick-fil-A, and I like Chick-fil-A. So I upped the ante. I said, we got to go skydiving while eating (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And I don't know if it's possible, but I know that we're going to do it. That's how it is. I like it. Why not? And he's coming to Syracuse, I think, this summer. So I guess I uh, may have to go skydiving this summer. So
1: maybe you got to come with us. You're in. All right. Fair no enough. No Chick-fil-A, though. <laughs> All right. Definitely my. no
2: Chick-fil-A.
1: Yeah. Oh, you can't either? No,
4: you're not. I
2: don't. Yeah, I don't. They, they get on me a little bit.
4: Okay, okay. They get all on me right, about yeah. the meat. I don't eat meat. Okay. All right, Ryan, let me go back to you for this. <laughs> so, what is one thing you would change about the world if you could change anything?
1: It's a tough one. getting deep.
4: That's a deep one, yeah, I no. It's a deep one.
1: All the drama in the world.
4: All the drama. All right, so you'd get rid of all the Kardashians then? That's pretty much, I guess. <laughs> Just send them off. Put them on a ship and let them go. That's what I'll do. Yeah, we're good with that. Okay. All right, cool. All right, Jake. Celebrity crush.
3: Celebrity crush. Jennifer Aniston. It's a good choice, man. It's a good choice. I
0: love
4: friends. <laughs> All right, Coach. Tell me, uh, tell me something like, whether it was a stuffed animal or a toy or a blanket or something, something, from your childhood that you just kept, like you took wherever you went?
2: Like when I was a kid, took everywhere I went? Yeah, I mean, you could now. I'm I not mean... going to judge you. <laughs> <laughs> it was something uh, you took? I did have a bear. It was, um, and by the end, it just, my parents just threw it out because, okay. like, the legs were coming off and yeah. it was just... I couldn't leave without it. That was my little comfort.
4: Did your bear have a name?
2: Not that I can remember.
4: <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, fair enough. All right, I'm gonna flip the script. I'm gonna let you guys ask me. Jake, you can ask me the first one.
3: Um, I'm gonna go back to last time. I'm gonna think about last time. Uh, uh, what about I'm last not gonna bring anything bad. <laughs> right. What's three things that you would
4: take on an island if you were stranded on an island? Three things I would take on an island if I was stranded on an island. I'd bring my dog. Okay. I'd bring Lily. So Lily's coming. Um, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna assume that I have food, so that I can answer differently. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna bring Lily. I'm gonna bring. Man, what am I gonna bring? I'm gonna bring a notepad. Okay. With, with my pen, because I'm always like I'm all. Even though technology is what it is, because I'm a writer and I write music and I write, I screenwrite stuff and I do this. I mean, everything is a story. So I, there's nothing that can take the place of a pen and paper. Yeah. So I like to write that down. I love write music, so I'm gonna do that. And what else am I gonna bring? Hopefully, uh, hopefully a, a, a lady. I'm lucky enough to know. <laughs> I gotta bring some. A I gotta bring like companionship. A good
1: so. a good all right, all right, Ryan, go ahead. I'm gonna put the question back on you. What um, right. is one thing you'd change about the world? One
4: thing I would change about the world. I would, man. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, two things that I that I have on my mind. One's, like, a big thing. One's, like, a dating thing. So in the world today, I feel like it's so kind of, like, because there's texting, you could be so informal and so distant. You know, I'm old-fashioned. I like to, like, go see somebody, you know, talk on the phone, get to know somebody. So I would say, you know, like, dating-wise, relationship-wise, I would make people have to see each other and, like... You know, so, learn about life, you know what I mean? Like, get to know somebody for who they are and not, like, because emo- like if you send me emojis, now, Coach, you know. You know now, if, if, if Coach sends if you send me a thumbs up, we're good, okay? But if you speak to me in emojis, like, we can't, I can't, okay? You should not create, and there's, like, 400 of them on the iPhone or whatever, so I'm over that. I want people to have genuine conversations. The second piece of that would be that i i genuinely want the leaders of our countries to talk to each other because it's crazy i'm like wait so why do we hate mexico but then why does afghanistan hate like i just why do we all hate it's almost like they forgot why they hate each other they just do it yeah and i feel like if you talk down this but we all want the same things as people we want our kids to be safe we want to be safe we want to have good jobs we want to make enough money we want to be able to retire we want to fall in love we want to have a family like we all want the same stuff so why is it so hard
0: that would be my question all right coach what's your first one for me
4: online dating
0: (laughs) Uh, coach it's been real
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you said uh, anything right Okay. Yeah, you said anything? Go ahead. So
2: just online dating. Is that something that you would rather do, or is it is it harder to? I don't know your relationship status, so I don't. You don't need to fill me in on that. Right. Or whatever. Single. Okay. So. So. Yeah. Single. Meeting somebody in person, obviously, how hard is that versus you know like <laughs> going online to? Because you know you're doing all this stuff. It's busy to try to find time to go out with people. Is it like a, the online thing is? What do you think? Easier, harder, in personal?
4: You know what I think? I think it's really hard to meet somebody in person because it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's just hard to like go up to somebody in the grocery store and be like, "Hi." Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but online dating is so weird, and it makes no sense. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be like blatantly honest because that's who I am and that's what I do. And I feel like if I'm honest, then it'll make other people hopefully yeah. do it. So I had one of the app things when I. And so I didn't want to use it. You know, I was like, I, and it was actually a week ago today. It was a week ago today. I was deleting it. I was like, you know what? I reached out to this one person We talked a little bit. I was like, we're not gonna talk. So I'm watching the SU game and, I, and, I'm, a, and I'm gonna delete the app. And I was like, I'm gonna do it after the game. And I get a message and then we talk and then it's real. And then we, then we meet up and then that was real. So I guess it's good that I did it but I have no idea where it's going. So, you know, I have, I have hopes, but you know, it'd be a great story to tell that I was like, delete, but I couldn't, you know, and if I did, I would have, you know, I would have been, I would have been in trouble. So we'll see, we'll see, man, we'll see. All right, Jay, what do you got?
3: Who is your favorite athlete of all time?
4: Oh, man. Favorite athlete of all time. Damn, that's so tough. Wow. It's not Tom Brady. That's good. That's uh, good. <laughs> oh, what do you think? You know, I mean, I grew up playing basketball and I love basketball, so I'm going to have to go to basketball. Uh, you know, I love, I mean, I respect Michael Jordan, but I love Reggie Miller. And I love Gary Payton. And I got to meet Gary Payton. And I remember, you know, and this is the thing. I said this on my show recently. You can't, like, whether it's someone that you're attracted to or it's a job or it's a celebrity or whatever, you can't let opportunities pass you because they never come back again. Like, it never comes back again. So I'm working down at ESPN the weekend in Florida. I'm working at Disney. I'm working at ESPN. And Gary Payton walks by and I was helping out this trivia show that we were doing. So I see him and I walk to the back. So I'm going backstage and I go, I'm not doing this, I'm not gonna see Gary Payton again. So I walk back out, I said, excuse me, Mr. Payton. And he stopped, he was with a couple of people, and he came over to me. And I and and I was like, what am I gonna say? And I was, whatever, just do it in a moment. So I put my hand out I said, I have to shake the, I have to shake the hand of, well, I have to shake the hand of the man that wore the glove. Cause he was called the glove. Yeah. And I was like, I got to shake the hand that wore the glove. And he just, and he shook my hand and held on to my hand. And he's like, I appreciate you. Mm. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't need an autograph. I need a picture. I just wanted to shake his hand. And so I got to do that. So, you know, I, I mean, those guys, Reggie and Gary, I mean, they, they played defense, shot threes. Like, Reggie Miller was insane. Yeah. So, and I still have my Reggie Miller jersey. So, yeah. I, like, respect, well. I respect those two. He was, good, he was a Nick killer. Yes. Yeah. All right, Ryan. What, you, what do you have for you. me?
1: Um, what got you into being a like a radio broadcaster?
4: What what got me into broadcasting?
1: Yeah. Uh, well,
4: I like to tell stories. So I okay. So when I was like ten years old, I was watching. I was uh, I was afraid of the dark, and my parents put a TV in my room, and I started watching you know SportsCenter and whatnot. And then I wake up in the morning and I would watch Rich Eisen and Stuart Scott. And Stuart Scott, like, he never knew that he was a mentor to me. I didn't I never met him, but that he was always himself, cooler than the other side of the pillow. Like everything that he said, he was just him. And I was like, Am I gonna be fearless enough to be myself on the air? Like if you listen to the show and you, you meet me in person, I have the same opinions, the same attitude. I don't get on the show like, hey guy, like I don't take on a voice and stuff. I'm just real. And I don't know, I just, I love the thought of being able to, to speak and make somebody laugh or give somebody, you know, advice or have them give me advice, you know, just to bring people together. Like this show is just about bringing people together. You know, I wanted to do this with Liverpool at Home Team Pub because I wanted the community to feel that support. You know, I wanted you guys to feel loved and respected and appreciated, and I wanted the community to know that people care about that. You know, you don't have to be Jim Beheim, you don't have to be Michael Jordan. Like, You can be anybody because everybody's got a story to tell. So, you know, it's like I just got, I got on the microphone because I thought, like, what else am I supposed to do? I mean, I, I've sang my whole life. I've spoken my whole life. I've done all this stuff my entire life. And I thought, if I'm going to live a career, why not be the person who says, like, hey, come sit down and tell your story? So uh, I guess that's where it came from. All right, coach, what's your last one? My
2: last one Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Who's Easiest the Easiest question. And why? Why? Easiest Just tell me question.
4: Why? Easiest question in the world. I agree. It's so easy. Me too. Michael Jordan, because he can fly. 100%. Because he can fly. Yeah. Because he can fly. OK, well, I'm going to ask LeBron a question. Why do you wear number 23 if you're the best? Why are you doing Space Jam 2 if you're the best? Do some original do something real. And you know what? Michael Jordan didn't go get Patrick Ewing and Reggie Miller and Gary Payton and Shaquille O'Neal. He used what he had. He had Luke Longley, Scottie Pippen, Ron Harper, Bill Rennington, Horace Grant. Like, he took what the Bulls gave him, and he won over and over and over and over again. LeBron James goes to L.A. and goes, hey, uh, we're not going to win this year, and I don't really think I'm going to play most of the season. And if we lose any of these games it's everybody else's fault. And at the end of this year all these one year contracts are done and I'll shake hands with you all and say bye and then you can go spend money on my best friends. Okay. So LeBron you're 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 a strong player. You're a good player, but you're not a team player. So I love you Jordan forever.
2: Hundred percent. You're right. That's how it is? It is. You're right. That's how it is? I agree with you.
4: Mike Felice, as well as Ryan McGowan and Jay Pasino, we will be back in just a moment. We got some more players up here. Coach, you're staying.
2: Sounds good. I'm in.
0: All right.
4: We'll be back in just a minute. Thanks for being here, that right. This is a wake-up call. Fast break. It's what happy
5: like. The thrill of the gaming, adventure, and achievement collide at the Museum of Intrigue, located on the third floor in Destiny USA in Syracuse, New York. Open seven days a week, the Museum of Intrigue offers over 25 untold stories and is ever-growing and changing. For more information, call 855-653-7227 or reserve your story today at museumofintrigue.com. Spark your curiosity at the Museum of Intrigue, where you will never have the same experience twice.
4: Clothing that will change with you without you having to change. DrySigLady.com D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G-Lady.com with the Bamboo Line relaxed Fit Clothing as well as the Athletic Fit Clothing, DrySigLady.com is fit for any woman, any time of the day, anywhere. Whatever you're doing, whatever your day commands of you, command yourself to feel comfortable in DrySig Lady Apparel, D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, Lady.com. For all the women out there, feel good in what you're wearing and don't feel like you have to constantly change throughout the day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, going for a jog, going for a meeting, or just relaxing at home, DrySigLady.com is the right fit for you. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G-lady.com.
5: News. The Press Room Pub, located on 220 Harold Place in historic Harold Square in downtown Syracuse is where entertainment and sports become one. Trivia is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. with host Dan Tortora. Sports are always on from every angle at the Press Room Pub. The main floor features a full bar and restaurant with two private party rooms featuring games, a colossal television, and more. So head out for lunch, dinner, or a drink and plan your parties with the Press Room Pub. 220 Harold Place in Downtown
4: Syracuse. Call 315 569 4345 for more information. The press room awaits you. So we are back here. <laughs> We're back here at the home team pub, 7990 uh, Oswego so Road right in Liverpool, New York. Obviously on Route 57. We're here with the Liverpool Warriors boys lacrosse team. This is Wake Up Call with Dance Tour. We are here once a month, every single month, with Liverpool to show that respect, that love, and that appreciation for our community. Mike Felice is with us, the head coach of Liverpool Boys Lacrosse. We also have Jake Fahey and Devin Dwayne. We, we were just having a conversation that had nothing to do with lacrosse, but I want to have it on air now. So, Devin, pick it up. You're the only one at the table that feels this way, so make sure you keep the mic close to you so we can hear you. You like fried pickles. I want to know why.
0: Um, fried pickles are just... Really good when you fry them up and dip them in that like <laughs> zesty sauce. Yeah, yeah, I could eat them like all day. What you caught? What does the zesty sauce consist of? Um, I don't know, but like it's a good. ranch or something. It's like a ranch, but it, like it's like a different kind of looking
4: ranch. Okay, yeah, like a chipotle chipotle ranch. Yeah, or something yeah, that? yeah. All right, <laughs> okay. But you, what, when did you discover that you like fried pickles? Um.
0: Probably last year. I just like, tried them at some restaurant. I was like, wow, these are really good.
4: And that was it? That so was Jake, it, yeah. Jake had a conversation with you about it. Jake, you don't like fried pickles? Oh, I do not. But do you say your sister does? Yeah, my
6: sister loves fried pickles, and I just watch her eat them. I'm like, how do you do this?
4: How many does she How many can she, like, can she eat the whole thing?
6: Uh, she gets pretty close to it, and then she's like, give it to my parents. I don't know how she does it. Or do my parents. They like them too. Yeah. My so you, family does. You don't? No.
4: So when they're in the house, you got to be somewhere else? Oh,
6: we never have them in the house, actually. Always when we go out to eat for our appetizer.
4: Okay. All right. But do you get to ever choose, like, your own appetizer? Like, Mom, Dad, can I get some, like, potato skins? Can I get some mozzarella sticks? Can I do something else?
6: Yeah, I get my saying. I get some mozzarella sticks, usually. All right, you get so. some mo-
4: yeah, all right, mozzarella sticks. So Coach is a vegan, we have learned. Here we go. So... So how I, under, how I understand the definition of vegan is that you can eat like lettuce, paper, uh, Grass. Ger- gerbil food, yeah. like, you know, poppy seeds. Yeah. Like what, what, so what does your, your daily intake consist of?
2: Uh, a lot of fruits and vegetables. Um, like my morning, I'll have some cereal with some almond milk.
4: See? Yep. We, got, we talked about the almond yep. milk. That's what I have. Almond milk. Vanilla unsweetened. Um, which is
2: See, I go with vanilla, and then my daughter loves chocolate almond milk. Oh, so the dark chocolate one. I, I, I I've dabbled with that a little bit, but the I'm, dark chocolate I'm, I'm good with vanilla in my in my uh, okay. cereal. So,
4: see, I don't drink coffee, so in my coffee mug in my studio, yeah. it says "Like a Boss." I bought it for my grandmother. She lived to be 100 and a half in nine days, and when wow. she passed, I I was like, I gotta have that mug. Yeah. And so she always put coffee in it. So my dark chocolate almond milk looks like that black coffee. There you go. So nobody knows the difference. Oh. And I'm oh. drinking chocolate milk like an adult during my show. So, I love it. So you have almond milk. You have cereal. What's yep. the cereal choice?
2: Um, I go back and forth. There's like a like a v like it's a cinnamon toast crunch.
4: But it's vegan?
2: Well, it says vegan on it, but most cereal is anyway.
4: Yeah, right. Well. I was yeah. going to say, like, is there any animals found in cereal?
2: <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. <laughs>
4: okay, let's go. But you never know. You never know, right? No. So what is your favorite childhood cereal?
2: Childhood. Whew. Yeah. I love the Cocoa Puffs back in the day. All right. I like Fruit Loops. Those are right. good. And then there was uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I think that's why I still go with it every once in a while.
4: I think I have Cinnamon Toast Crunch now. This is a funny thing. So, I like... When I have guests over the house, I have that lazy Susan thing, yeah. but I'm a double one. So, like, my, my most recent guest over at the house, I open up, <laughs> I open up the thing, and like, they can't even see like all of it. But she looked at me. She goes, "She's like not." You just buy it, but you don't eat it? Like, you look at it? Like, I have, like, eight boxes of cereal. Right. And it's just me and the dog. She's not eating cereal. Yeah. And she was like, what do you do? I said, no, this is what I do. And, and other people do this, so I don't feel bad. So I have my all my favorites, right? Yep. I have, like, Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Frosted Flakes and, you know, Apple Jacks and Crispix and all those. And I always do that thing, like, I want to have, like, one bowl left. Okay. So I got these big boxes... And I got them taped up and there's like a little, there's enough for one bowl left. And I get really sad when I'm like, there's no Crispix today. I ate it yesterday. Absolutely. So the truth of the matter is I probably have enough for four bowls of cereal, but I have like 12 boxes in my house. (laughs) So, (laughs) Jake, I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite cereal?
6: Oh man, I don't eat cereal that much, but I really like Fruity Pebbles. Yes. probably my favorite. You know that that's
4: the cereal that gives you the least amount of time. Like if if the world was ending, fruity pebbles is what you eat because you have about 40 seconds when they touch the wa- they touch the milk to get those down.
6: Yeah, you can't make big bowls. You have to have like a tiny bowl and just keep pouring them in after you finish it. It's a
4: very small... You got to like little bit of milk pour the mountain of fruity pebbles and work your way through it. Cuz fruity pebbles are amazing, but as soon as they get soft, you regret every decision <laughs> in your life. Exactly. <laughs> 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 so, devil, what's yours?
0: Oh uh, mine are probably like the chocolate fruity pebbles. Like they have like different flavors. The yeah. chocolate ones. The chocolate ones. Yeah.
4: So you're all about the chocolate. mm mm-hmm. Like couch. Yeah. The Cocoa puffs. That's similar, right? Cocoa puffs. Chocolate fruity pebbles. All oh, right, do you have a second? Have, uh, is there a fried pickle one? No,
0: there's not a fried pickle one. Probably maybe like Crave.
4: Cove. Yeah. That's the one that's the chocolate as well. Yeah. It's got the chocolate inside. It's like the little chocolate surprise.
0: Uh-huh, and like the vanilla on the outside, yeah.
4: There was a cereal that doesn't exist anymore, and it's so... Like, I'm not old by any stretch of the imagination, but, like, so many things in my childhood are gone. Like, oatmeal swirl. Oh, my God. So you That get, sounds disgusting. No, oh my God. <laughs> so it's oatmeal, but then it comes with all these packets And they're all different colors and they're like what's your favorite flavor and i'm like green because there's no flavor it's just kind of like green red orange but it was so good and there was this cereal called hidden treasures and they looked like mini wheats but they didn't have frosting on them and when you bit into them you didn't know what flavor you were gonna get because it was hidden and they were so so good and they lasted like two years and i had the best mom and like i i still i mean my mom used to buy, like, she found out vanilla Coke was, when they got rid of it, Yeah. she found out vanilla Coke was gone, so she went to the store, like, went to all of these stores and bought up vanilla Coke and, like, stashed it in the house. <laughs> so it's like, when I ran out of vanilla Coke, another one would appear. So <laughs> yeah. that's my mom. That's what she did. So, but we didn't get the hidden treasures, Mom. We didn't do it. So I got to talk to my mom about that. That's kind of sad now. Yeah, that's you tough. brought back, like, a child, like, a deep-rooted childhood memory and I'm not going to sleep tonight about it But it's all right. <laughs> so tell me about the team why is this team special this year
0: uh, I think this team's special because literally all the seniors and some of the juniors and sophomores we've been playing with each other since 2nd, 3rd, 4th grade and been on the same team, same travel teams we had a Liverpool travel team at one point so we could all just stay together so we all just like know how each other play and that's what's special so we want to win something together
4: when you have that in the community, you play together since second or third grade, I mean, that's got to make the chemistry undeniably good, you know what I mean? You, you know each other's tendencies, just what you can say about it, because that's special.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely is special. Like, even in practice, you see it when we're, like, running man up, or we have an offense where literally it's just all of us kind of doing our own thing, and it just shows, like, all of us moving around, finding each other, and it showed in our first game against
4: Vestal, too. I'm gonna ask you, Jake, about this. What's what makes this year's team such a special group?
6: So basically, going off what Devin said, like we all have been playing together for so long, and it's not even just like the lacrosse portion. Like a lot of us hang out too, so it just makes it even that much better, and it like just makes us that much closer. We know just like basically everything about each other.
4: What can you? So when you when y'all hang out, what do you do? What's like, um, what's, the, what's the top stuff? You
6: maybe just go out to eat, or just like watch some sports games, something like that.
4: All right. So, who, if we're going to somebody's house, who are you going? Or whose house are you going to? Mm. I
6: don't know. He's not. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's, it's usually different all the time. It's not usually a main house.
4: So there's no like house you go to where like there's a, a parent that just makes like the best food.
6: Yeah.
4: Is there is there food making parents we should shout out? no
6: no no we just, we just go out to eat honestly Oh, really? find a restaurant we got to get some local flavor you got to go in the house yeah before uh this even started we were talking about how like all of us want to be like great cooks well yeah. i mean i guess we could all take some cooking classes and...
4: so let me ask you this so what would you if you could pick any dish like you want to be great at because i love to cook i love to but see i'm italian hispanic and egyptian so i have no choice now i know that italians and hispanics cook i have no idea what egyptians do I know how to walk, but I mean, besides that, I know nothing that an Egyptian is supposed to make. It's like, what do we make, what do we mean? I mean, because I didn't grow up. Okay, if you allow me to tell a story. So you know George Lopez, you know the Canadian in the TV show? So on the TV show, it's about George's life. George's mom doesn't tell him anything about his life except by accident as he grows up. So I grew up 14 years of my life, and I was 100% Italian in my brain, because that's what I was told. So I'm at dinner at my my grandma's house, my dad's mom. So I'm at her house, and she made veal, and I said, God, I love being 100% Italian. And she dropped the spoon, and she she was pissed. She goes, you're not 100% Italian. I was like, okay, grandma, whatever. A few minutes later, I was like, I'm eating the food, and you taste that veal, and you're like, God, grandma, I love this. Like, this is so great to be 100% Italian. She goes, Daniel Michael puts it down again she said you are not hundred percent Italian and I said Grandma, what are you talking about she goes you are Spanish too and I looked at my dad and my dad took the, he took the spoon and I go dad I'm, I'm Spanish he goes oh and then I was like what the hell and I ask him to this day and he still won't like tell me why he didn't tell me so so on my mom's side she goes we're 100% Italian. We're we're from Calabria. We're Calabres. We're from the south. My grandmother got really dark. I get like like my mom, my mom, my grandma, and I got like, we get like like midnight dark sometimes. If I lived in Florida, which I used to. We get like brown, like dark, dark brown. And so I was like, okay, so we're from Calabria. That makes sense. And then our name showed up in Egypt. And my 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 aunt, my mom's sister, found out about it. And she goes, we have Egyptian blood. Even if it's just a little, we have Egyptian blood. So I today, as of this past year, know that I'm Italian, Hispanic, and Egyptian. And I can only wonder what else. My, I told my mom, I go, I know I have a twin. I know you gave one up. And I need to know where he is. And was he really that bad? Because I was a good kid. So, like, if I'm Dan, like, if I'm Daniel, where's Nathaniel? I need to find him. And I want to know what he thinks about life. So, we'll see. But, but yeah, so you never know what you're going to find. But talking about cooking, like, that's my thing. Like, being Hispanic and Italian, you cook. So, if you can make anything in the world, what would you want to make? If you could be great at something. Oh,
6: man. Uh, I don't know. I wish I could make, like, a really good chicken pot pie.
4: Chicken pot pie. All right, my grandma liked that. I can roll with that. All right, Devin, what would you make? You're yeah, well, rolling now. Don't say fried pickles. Don't look at me and smile like that because I know the answer. We just met, but I'm like, I feel I played with you since second grade, too. We're <laughs> on my cross field together. So, but don't, okay, go ahead. Do it. Just, whatever. Is it fried pickles? Yeah. Why? What would you put in your zesty songs? How would you make it?
0: I don't know. Probably like, some ranch and then like some other stuff that's pretty creamy i don't know sriracha yeah sriracha
4: in there yeah all right coach since you are a vegan yeah and you can have vegetables and you can have fruit and you can have seeds <laughs> and you can have cereal yep you can't have fish correct you can't have dairy correct can't have meats yep or poultry is it bothering you that there's chicken in front of
0: you? No, not at all. Okay, not at all. Smells good, doesn't it? It does it's actually so smell pretty it is good. So yeah. Good.
4: So, so what? Are, what are you the best at making? I love to cook. Okay. My wife
2: and I, we we cook almost every night, either mm. together when I'm not in season, or she'll take the whole brunt of that when I'm is in season. Is your wife vegan? Yeah, but she'll. I, I can't say like.
4: She got chicken in the corner She's like, you know, you come in and she's like, "Hey, Mike, yeah. no, just go take care. Yeah. I'll be back in a minute." She's right here with the. Like, like I want I want her to have a barbecue chicken stash. That would make me so happy. She
2: she would sneak a couple chicken wings right now.
4: She would get some. Okay. Oh yeah, and then, so she's a vegan because you're a vegan.
2: Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, but my dish that I love to make is a it's a vegan um, uh, pa- the pasta with uh, vodka sauce. Vegan vodka sauce. So yeah. you put, instead of the milk, you're putting a coconut, or a cra- cashew cream. So you Cashew blend, cream. So you're blending up the cashews in, in the Vitamix. And all then right. a little water in there. And it makes it a nice, thick yeah. consistency. And I've served it to several people that... They don't know. They have no idea.
4: Yeah, because, like, I think I've had vegan um, vegan tacos. Yeah. And they make them the beans. It's like, This is the reality of it all. When you make tacos and you put the taco seasoning on You it, don't know. Nobody knows no. if it's beans or meat. And if I you know. go to... Well, I won't say the word, if you go to Schmacko Schmel, okay. it's 10% meat, so <laughs> it's, a, it's maybe 10% meat, so you could probably get away with being a vegan and eating yeah. at that place. So, Devin, I'm going to go to you on this. What is, what is so special? I mean, I know we talked about you guys have played together for a long time, but this year's team at Liverpool, what's, what's so great about this year's team? Um,
0: honestly this year's team just has so much talent. Like so so many of our seniors have like the skill set to be like starters and like we they might not end up starting. Like so many people just have so much talent. So it's just good to have.
4: Like we have depth. Sounds so I was right, Jake. What would you say? Uh,
6: so our energy is insanely high throughout practice and games. Okay. So we all build off of each other while doing that. Yep. And it just creates a positive snowball effect and it just keeps on getting better from there.
4: Who's the energizer bunny? Who starts it off?
6: Uh, whoever makes a good move or rips top corner. Anyone else, anyone can start it.
4: Who's the loudest person in practice? Jacob Vaca. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, heard, you heard about him. All right. Yeah, we, yeah we've heard about him. Yeah. So he's the loudest one. All right. So since we already asked coach about this and we'll stay with you jake on this how would you define a warrior what it means to be a warrior
6: i agree with that, ryan mentally tough because say you make a bad pass and turn it over if you go back and then you just like play lazy defense because you're mad about that one turnover that you made then they score a goal then that's just that just makes a bad vibe on the team and then everyone else feels that so it just kind of goes around
4: yeah uh, what would you say dude what does it mean to be a warrior
0: i think being a warrior goes back to what coach felice said earlier about just kind of being gritty like we want to go into every game with like an edge on our shoulder like we want to beat these guys we're gonna do anything like whatever it takes and it means just like grinding out a game and not having the perfect game we may have to do that just being gritty yeah
4: i'm going to stick with mental toughness and how how does lacrosse prepare you for life I'm with you with this.
0: yeah it's preparing me for life because so if I'm on the lacrosse field and I make a bad pass or I'm just having a bad day in general um, I can't just go home and have the rest of my day be terrible or say I got like benched or something I can't let that like ruin my day I got to get past it and be like yeah this is what I got to do better to get ahead or maybe get that starting spot again um, but I can uh, relate that to life in general with just like jobs and even like college like you're going to get bad grades in college, but you need to get through it. You can't just give up on, like, one grade. You need to just, like, keep going and be like, all right, I got one bad grade. I'm, the next three I'm going to get are all going to be hundreds. So, and yes. there's going to be rejection along the way, too, and you just got to learn to deal with that.
4: Yeah, so you don't you don't let one no or one loss beat you twice.
0: Yeah,
6: definitely. All
4: right, Joe, what would you say about lacrosse preparing you for life?
6: Yeah, so it's not even just lacrosse in general, like any sport. Like you're gonna go through adversity, so that prepares you for like so like during a game if you go through adversity it's like not just during the game, like you have to prepare yourself for that. You also have to like acknowledge that to your life no matter what it is.
4: Yeah, makes perfect sense, Coach. What do you think about these answers that we just got?
2: I love it. There's smart kids. They know what's going on. It
4: they... sounds like there's there's some maturity here oh, yeah. on this team right now. For
2: sure, that's what we have.
4: Yeah, well, so it's nice. The, we're going to see what you guys have for me now in rapid fire. Now, because we got a little bit of time here, because we didn't have to ask Coach a couple of these, we're going to do three and three. So you guys get to ask me three. I get to ask three. I'm going to start. I'm going to go to Coach first. If you decided to not be a vegan for one day, and you could eat anything, what would you eat and why? Because, like, I'm not a vegan, but I'm really excited about these wings sitting next to you because I miss them right now. Like, I don't know how long you've missed chicken, but it's been 15 minutes, and I miss them. I miss them like the one that got away. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I don't know why I'm not eating them. So, what would you want?
2: Man, this is tough. I would, uh, I would go with a nice... Piece of filet mignon.
0: A nice piece of filet mignon. All right.
2: Because when I the, the gym I go to is by a Kirby's, so yeah. I come out at the gym like in the summertime, and they got all the smoke coming out of the, the the kitchen, and it's just that smell does yeah. bring me back a little bit at times. The, you know, that discipline you gotta.
0: <laughs> all right, <Fair> <laughs> enough. <laughs> Devin. Closer, yes, a
4: little closer. Oh, so. Let's see what we got for you here. Okay, there's one song that you can play for the next year in your car. What song is it and what? Um,
0: that's tough. Chicken fried? Is exactly. that not chicken fried?
4: I've heard that too many times. Um, I like country music, but I don't like that song. That would be a deal breaker. Like if I met a girl and she pulled up and that song was on her radio, and we were going into a restaurant, and she pulled up. I put the window down, and I'd be like, "It's been real. You have yourself a good night, and drive off." Yeah. I don't um, like. I don't like that song.
0: I don't know. I'd probably have to go with "All Night Longer" by Sammy Adams. It's just like a good song, and it gets me in an upbeat mood. Honestly. Okay. All right. Jake, I like.
4: The, I want to keep this question for you. What's the song you play for here?
6: Oh man, I go through songs so fast. I just have tons of different playlists, it's like new, newer. Yeah. Uh, man probably uh uh location by khaled okay location all right
4: coach what is your favorite type of music and why
2: I love all sorts of music. i listen to country, i listen to rap, like old school rap, like Biggie Tupac, like all that, love that. The good stuff. Yeah. I, you know, there's some good
4: ones now. There's Kendrick Lamar, there's Lil Wayne, yeah. there's Drake. There's some good people, For but it's sure. like you got to go back to appreciate it. Right?
2: I think that's what I would, like, that's what I would go with is probably just the old school Biggie Tupac. Like, lo- I love it. I listen to it with Jim still. It's like, just, I don't know, it just brings me back. It's good music. It's not... I don't know. It's just good. I like it.
4: Biggie and Tupac. All right. Fair enough. We're gonna We're going to do the movie one, but it's going to be different. What would be the title of the movie about your life?
0: <laughs> um... Man, you're making me think. The Fried Pickle Diary. <laughs> um... Probably just go with the flow. Go with the flow. Just, just go with what happens. Honestly, yeah. right. Go with the flow. That sounds like a romantic comedy. <laughs> go with the flow.
4: All right. So we'll go
0: with it. Whatever happens, happens. Just gotta go with it. Okay. All right, Jake. What would be the title of your movie? Yeah, the
6: same question every time. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna be, not not every time. Yeah. This one is. This, uh, this is a lot harder than I thought it'd be. <sighs>
4: So, but you guys get to put me on the hot seat after. So, the harder I make your questions, can I throw it back at me? Uh, Any title?
6: I, I honestly have no, no idea. Like, I know it's hard. I'm trying to think no of my idea. That. I mean, I could say something cliche like the life of Jake Fahey, but like, <laughs> yeah. I really don't I guess I'll stick with cliche.
4: (laughs) All right, you're going to say that one. All right. Okay. All right, Coach, here's your your final one, and you're off the hot seat. It's a three-part question. Okay. You can go anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Where do you go? You can take one person you know, and you can take one celebrity. Where do you go? Who do you take that you know? What celebrity? I
2: would probably go to... What's that island? I, I can't even think, of the name's slipping out of my mind. The island that is like, I think it's like the Southern Pacific. They got those huts on the water. Bora Bora, yes.
4: Bora Bora.
2: Bora Bora with my wife, and I'd probably bring Kevin Hart with me just to keep me laughing. You bring Kevin Hart?
4: Yeah. I got a nice compliment one time that I was the lighter skinned version of Kevin Hart. Okay. That I'll take that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He, I'll, I'll take the, for the comedy. 100%. He's, yeah, he could be a better husband. <laughs> But the comedy is there, and I'm taller than Kevin Hart, which is awesome. Oh my Uh, god! Look at these fried pickles. (laughs) All right, Devin, here's your your final one before I go on the hot seat. What's one thing about your childhood that you miss the most?
0: Um, One thing that I miss the most would probably have to be, so like I live in a different house now in my old house. I had this like huge backyard and like all my friends would always come over and play like wiffle ball and yeah. just like always be in the pool and stuff. And like every day over the weekend we'd be doing that. I'd probably just miss that the most honestly. All right, you miss
4: when? Did, how, how long ago did you move?
0: Uh, Maybe like four years ago.
4: Okay, you still miss it, all right. All right, Jake. Your final one. Hmm. I want to stick with Celebrity Crush because Jake sat in the chair. Let's do that. Celebrity Crush. Probably Kendall Jenner. He said Kendall Jenner. Mm-hmm. Now, for those playing the home game... Right. I yeah, that's my father. Okay, so... So there's, there's two things I have to say, Pops. There's two, and you're going to appreciate me for this. Jake didn't listen. You have to listen and respond. She's a celebrity. So the last time... No, here's thing. The saying? She thinks she's a celebrity. The last time that we had some people up here, they said that they would put the Kardashians in the water on the boat. So Kendall's not available. The second part of this is you are an athlete, Which you should know, if you date a Kardashian, your career ends immediately. So you can't date Kendall Jenner if you want to keep playing lacrosse.
6: Yeah, I've heard about the Kardashian curse before. Yeah, it's real. It
4: is. It's real. All right, so now you guys get to ask me three questions. It's going to be fun. So I got nine questions coming up. Okay. Jake, you can ask me the first one
6: Who is the best athlete in the world and why? Wow.
4: Living. Best athlete in the world. Wow. That's so tough. (laughs) That's so tough. Oh, man. You know what? I'm gonna say Brianna Stewart, and this is why I'm gonna say it. So, obviously I appreciate that she came from here, but she is an activist for, for women's rights and for equality, and she called out the NCAA, which I thought was awesome. The NCAA put on their social media, like, oh, there's no games until Thursday, and they had a meme of, like, how terrible it is. And she said, how do we expect anybody to respect us when the institution that we play basketball under doesn't even tell you that we had games on television? So I, I think that Brianna Stewart is not only, you know, she's a four-time champion at UConn. Not only is she successful, but she's been through so much. You know, she talked about her personal life and how she was affected by abuse growing up. I mean, I thought that that takes courage. I think sticking up for women takes courage. I don't think you have to be a woman to understand and stick up for women, and I think that she's just a model of what it takes to be a champion. So, Brianna Stewart. All right, Devon, what's yours?
0: If you could go one place in New York, besides New York City, for the weekend, where would you go?
4: Not Binghamton. <laughs> Why? Because that's where the X is from. So there's nothing in Binghamton. Yeah, no, you more. know, there's nothing there. So, but where? <laughs> oh, Binghamton. So I would say, where would I go? I would go. Oh man, this is tough. You know what? I would go to the Adirondacks because I've never been there. And I was just, I was just talking to somebody who went there and climbed a mountain. Yeah. and I was like, I just I want to climb I want to go to the Anronics and climb a mountain right now. Like that's what I want to like after hearing that story, because I'm getting back in touch with nature and I'm, and I'm kind of on like a spiritual journey right now that I'm like, yes, let's do that.
0: Yeah, it's like, so nice. Let's make there. it happen yeah, And, see it it. and nice. I can
4: really be on a spiritual journey because I shaved today. My facial hair grows in a week like I've been homeless for a year. So I <laughs> could look like an <laughs> apostle. And I would like come out of the mountains and they'd be like, oh my God, it's a native. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> so I would like grow the beard out and then go to the Adirondacks. <laughs> but yeah, the Adirondacks. Uh, All right, Coach, what's your if, first one?
2: If you weren't doing this as a career, what would you do instead?
4: Well, that's easy, because it's stuff that I want to do that I will do and some of it I've, I've actually gotten to do. I got to act a little bit, okay. so I would, I would act. I would, my first passion, I, you know what, I got a bunch. So I would, they're all S's except for acting, so screenwriting, singing, and I'm on a stage right now, and I've been asked if I would do this, and I just had somebody, one of the companies I work with, and she was like, you give me the green light, and I'm going to make this happen because we got a promoter. They really want me to do stand-up comedy, and I would love to do stand-up comedy. So yeah, and there's a fearlessness to it, but the thing about stand-up comedy is like I got asked a question before, like, would you tell people not to come because they're in the story? I'm like, no, I put them right in the front row. Yeah, right? Like, bring them. Yeah. You know why not? Why not? Yeah. So stand-up comedy—that's probably next because I work it into what I do. So, all hey, right, Jake, what you say to
6: Which like restaurant or pizza place has the best pizza around here?
4: Utica Pizza Company. Interesting. Wearing it on my wrist there right you now. Go. So Utica Pizza. I have my own pizza there, it's called the Wake Up Call on one pick. It's chicken riggies on pizza. Wow. It is fancy. And in the, I, so I self-medicate, so when my allergies start bothering when the weather changes like this, I get chicken riggies, and I get Italian wedding soup at Utica Pizza Company. Because it just like, it, cle- it just clears out your sinus, it makes you feel good. I don't need medicine, I just need some chicken riggies. All right, Devin, what do you got? What's one thing you miss from your childhood? Uh, everything. I miss good cartoons. I miss the Ninja Turtles the way they used to look. I miss Boy Meets World like nobody's business. I miss probably Boy Meets World and TGIF. Every Friday, you would run home like if you got home at eight oh one, you miss something. Like there was no there was no DVR. There's no on demand. You had to get your VCR to work, and sometimes it didn't. Like dinosaurs, step by step, Full House, Perfect Strangers, Boy Meets World, Family Matters. Like the back be- if you ever want to teach people how to live a good life, you have to go back and watch those shows. Like those are the best shows. They all had meaning. And when you went to school on Monday and somebody was talking about Family Matters and you didn't watch it, you had to you had to go like stand in the corner for fifteen minutes because. Everybody was talking about. Did you see what Steve Urkel did? And when he turned into Stefan Urkel, and and he got he got the woman that he wanted to be with. But then it's like, but is it really him? And Boy, Boy Meets World. Listen, I did my show this morning, and I talked about Boy Meets World on my show because it was the best advice ever. You know, it was like believing in things that nobody else believed in because you had faith. That's what it was all about. Is about faith. And yeah, I mean, it's there's no better show than Boy Meets World. And it's on Hulu, okay. so watch it. <laughs> All right, right, coach. What's your second one?
2: Boy Meets World.
4: Boy Meets World. Is that with Topanga? It was with Topanga. I
2: had a crush on Topanga. So I did I. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. So, so let
4: me tell you something about Topanga. So I met Topanga. Yeah. So my whole life, like now or like yeah, I met, back I met. I met her. I met her this past October. So my entertainment show is called Super Powered Pop, yeah. and. So we cover New York Comic Con, and this is my fourth year, and there's 160,000 people that go to New York. It's insane. So I find out Boy Meets World is going to be there. It's the first thing that comes out, and I go, I can't do anything. Like I was like, I don't care if I do nothing else for four days, but I have to meet the cast of Boy Meets World. Yeah, okay. So Corey's there. Yep. Eric's there. I'm a mixture of Eric and Corey, because I'm Eric because... I am a little bit crazy in the fun way. Not like the crazy, but in like the I'll say stuff that's off the wall, making people laugh. And then I'm Corey because I'm the hopeless romantic. And Topanga, it's game over. Absolutely. So I'm standing in line, and I meet Ben Savage, Corey. And he was kind of like nerdy, and he was kind of like he didn't really care. And he kind of like signed the autograph, and you went. And I was like... What a jerk man i knew that i should have had topanga he should have never had topanga so i stand in line with topanga and danielle danielle official and she's and she's talking to you like she's engaging you and talking with you like she's a normal human yes, so we're talking about buffalo and we're talking about stories and this and that and she'd take a picture with me i sent the picture back to my mom and i was like why do i look better with her than the person i was rather than that? I was like, why, why does this look right? But that looks right. I said, this looks like a like a wedding announcement photo. But no, she was really sweet. So then I met Eric. I met Wilfredo. And Eric is Eric. Like, Wilfredo, I'm convinced that they met him at like a 7-Eleven. And they said, can you just be that on the air? Because he is, he's Eric Matthews all the time. And we spent the most time talking. So I went up to him and I go, I have a Feeney. I said, and he's in my phone as Feeney D. Mr. DeSantis, Tom DeSantis. Yeah. He was my principal, and my I wanted to go to, to Grimes because my parents wanted to send me to private school. So I wanted to go to Grimes. My dad wanted me to go to CBA. I ended up at CBA, but I really wanted. And he went to Grimes, so he would have been my Feeney, right. right? So I go up to Will, and I said, I have a Feeney, and he goes, See, you get it, man. And he stopped to autograph, and he goes, You get it. He goes. We all have a feenie. Absolutely. We all have that. And then he goes. And then out of no, if you ask him to do it, he won't do it. But he goes. We all have a feenie. And then he goes. Feenie, 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 And I was like, wow. So we're talking, and 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 he looks at Ben Savage's signature and he goes, what is that? He goes, that's like a D and a Q. I mess with him all the time. He goes, that's not real. So he signs it, feenie, like the feenie. And he writes it all out. And we're talking, he goes, nice kicks, man. And I had my red and yellows on that looked like The Flash. And he go, I said, yeah, people ask me if they're The Flash. And I go, I don't know. And that's what he used to do on the show. And it was just like a really awesome moment. So then they all did a panel after. And you can, and, and when you're when you're at New York Comic Con, there's no media. And then fan, you're all together. So if you want to ask a question, you have to stand up with all the, all, everybody. So I ran up to, I was like, I'm asking a question. There's 3,000 people in this room. My stomach is in my throat. And I do this for a living, but it's Boy Meets World. Sure. So I get up, and, they're, and they go, we got time for one more. And the guy points, I'm the last question. Guy points to me. He goes, go ahead. So I said, what's the greatest message that Boy Meets World taught us to all of them? So Eric said, it would probably be lose one friend, lose all friends, lose yourself, which is what he wrote as his Plays with Squirrels. And he said also that family doesn't have to be blood. And then uh, Ben Savage said I, I think, you know, his, his was the same type of thing, like the you know, lose all friends, lose yourself. And then Danielle Fishel said it would probably be that last moment when Mr. Feeney said dream, try, do good.
1: Yeah.
4: And yeah, it's funny because my dad the last episode where they said tell us you love us and they're and it's and they're sitting in the classroom and sean's there he said tell us you love us and he said i love i think of all my students the same and eric goes tell us you love us and he won't do it and they're like okay so they all hug him and they leave and mr it, and it, it gets me mr Feeny puts his hand on the desk and he says i love you all class dismissed and then they just show the empty classroom my dad was like, don't you and your mom get all sentimental. I look over at my dad, my dad goes, I hate this show. Like, my dad who never <laughs> cries. So my dad felt it. So yeah, I mean, it was real. All right, so it's the last one. All right, Devin, what's your last question for me? Um,
0: if you could, yeah, if you could travel one place in the United States where would it be?
4: San Diego. Because I was told it's the closest to Utopia ever. It's like 75 degrees every day. Sunny all the time. One of my closest friends lives out there. Shout out to Donald. He calls me his son because he doesn't have kids. So he always calls me his son. Which is, that's an honor. And I would say Colorado. Because... I was just talking to somebody about Colorado and they're like, it's legitimately like the greatest, like landscape, it's the greatest view ever. So San Diego and Colorado, I almost worked in Colorado. So those two. All right, Jake, what's your last one?
6: What is like one life quote that you say you live your life
4: by? That I live my life by. Oh. I don't even know why this is hard to think about. So it's something that Dino Baber said. And it's something that I have to do right now. And God knows I don't want to do it. But I keep hearing it in my head. And i got a strong faith. I know some people do, some people don't, but I do. And I keep hearing God in my ear. And he keeps saying, Daniel, have faith, belief without evidence. Have faith, belief without evidence. Hardest thing in the world to do but it's the only option that I have. So it's like a, it's a right now in my life thing, and it put, it, you get, feel it in the stomach, right? But I have to have faith, belief without evidence. And yeah, I gotta do it, so here we go. That's how I feel about it. All right, Coach, what's yours?
2: Best vacation you've ever been on? Who was it with, where'd you go, and why?
0: Best vacation, I remember going
2: Any time in your life. It doesn't have to be like... How yeah. you know, it could have been like when you're like... So
4: like, I, I, I'm a Disney kid, and I love Disney, but I'm not going to pick Disney because I've gone there like every year of my life. I used to work there too. So... i want to say Puerto Rico.
0: Okay.
4: And... It's because I saw a mountain lion. Now, I saw a mountain lion. And the natives... They were like, there's no mountain lions in these parts. And I was like, okay, well, it was running next to the car. It looked like a golden retriever, but it was too big. And it had a tail like Simba. It was a mountain lion. So that was cool. And I also found that dinosaurs exist in Puerto Rico. (laughs) Really? Because there (laughs) there was this lizard. It was green. Oh, yeah. Okay, and it was... Okay, so let's say it was about this long, right? It was this long, and its tail was stick- sticking straight up, and its tail was as big as its body, if not longer, right? So you got a tail like this, got a body like this. It runs across the street as we're driving to the light. It gets to the middle of the street, picks up its body, and starts running up with the tail out, and I went, what? That's those are the dinosaurs that ate that little girl in the Lost World. Like, they ate her. I know, and I was just like... And we went to the rainforest after that, and I was like, why are we doing this? But when you go to a rainforest in Puerto Rico, or maybe anywhere, if you're on the path, all the animals know not to go. I mean, if it's, there's stone steps, everybody knows not to go on that path. So if you really want to, like, know what the rainforest is all about, you've got to veer off and then have, like, a Blair Witch Project type of day. But, so we didn't see a lot of stuff, but I saw a dinosaur. Wow. So I want to say I want to say Puerto Rico, and it rains every 15 minutes in Puerto Rico, and gets hotter right after. And there was an iguana at our pool that lived in the bushes in the center of the pool that were like up above the pool. And every time they took him out, he'd come right back. So it's just I don't know. It's just cool. Like life is so different there, and it was so real. And I had to speak Spanish like all the time. And my parents don't speak any Spanish. So it's the first time in my life I ever had I ever thought in Spanish. I woke up in the morning and had pure thoughts in Spanish. Ah. And then I went back to college and I was taking conversational Spanish and my teacher asked me a question and I didn't know the I didn't know how to say it. And I was like when it was survival, I knew it. When it was class, I was like, I'm kinda tired today. I don't really know the answer. Interesting. So yeah. Puerto Rico. And I learned that it's like it's different. Like, you say gracias, and then they they say no, I decay, which means there's nothing here. It doesn't, but it means you're welcome. So you kind of like learn different like nuances and whatnot, but when you speak the language, there's like this, there's like this, from from people there, there's like this feeling of, oh my God, it's not another American that I have to explain it. You know what I mean? Like it made them feel good that you knew, so it was cool. And the food was really good. I bet. But never go to an Italian restaurant in Puerto Rico. I don't know why my dad did that. It was right across the street from a cockfighting place. So I was like, good one, Dad. You don't get to pick anything for the rest of your life. So <laughs> it's all good. Well, with that being said, Jake Fahey, Devin Duane, as well as Coach Mike Felice, I'm Dan Satorre. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Can we show them some love? Give we a round of applause here? Show them the love. We also want to thank Ryan McGowan and Jay Casino, and we wish the team nothing but the best. We'd love to have you back. Thank you, Coach, for appreciate everything. It, yeah. Thanks for having us. Love yeah. it. And it's it's nice to meet a, a vegan who eats cereal. Yes. So, yes a fellow almond milker. Yes. So you all have a great night. Thank you so much. Support Liverpool Athletics every step you get. It's our community. we got to treat them with everything we got. So thank you. Thank appreciate you. It. Appreciate it. it, thank, it yeah. guys. thank you. Appreciate it. This is a wake up call
2: fast Fast break.
4: break. Utica Pizza Company spells family. Your family, my family Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. Gear up with the real deal at Dreising Apparel.
7: Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature sport court where you can enjoy basketball, volleyball, pickleball, soccer, lacrosse, and more year-round in their indoor facility. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676 by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Hi friends and
1: fans. Home Team Pub is the place to be to cheer on your fave home team. Located at 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, HTP has you covered with an amazing drink selection. Let's not forget about the signature drinks or those kid-approved gourmet milkshakes. The happy hour specials and pub entrees will have your mouth watering. Check out the website, hometeampub.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more specials. At Home Team Pub, you're always the MVP.
4: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. You just heard from the Liverpool boys lacrosse team, the Warriors of the Liverpool High School right here in our community. I want to thank them so much, Ryan McGowan, as well as Jake Pasino, Jake Fahey, Devin Duane and head coach Mike Felice, as you could hear from our special at the home team pub. We had a lot of fun. You know, it's it, it was it was nice. Great personalities. The Jakes Devin, Ryan, Coach Felice, a lot of fun, you know, just to be around guys that genuinely care about each other. I think it's I think it's arguably one of the greatest shows that we've done at Home Team Pub as we've started off this this partnership with the Home Team Pub and Liverpool Athletics. So I I got to thank you all so very much for that. I want to thank coach for everything that he did and for bringing the players together. I want to thank the families. I want to thank the moms, the dads, brothers, sisters, you know, the significant others the siblings the the friends the peers the the boosters the alumni and everybody in the community for supporting liverpool athletics and this warriors boys lacrosse team i i can't thank you enough for that i know they can't thank you enough for that so i, I definitely appreciate it and i want to let you know really quick here when we look at liverpool boys lacrosse to to, to let you know what's coming up here this season so that you can get yourself out to these <clears throat> out to these games despite the fact that it's still snowing and all that great stuff. I mean that's I told you it's going to snow until May 12th. I told you that. I landed in Charlotte for the ACC tournament and I said it's going to snow in Syracuse till May 12th. I don't know what you want me to tell you. It's the truth. It's just it's my vibe, it's how I feel. It's not going to snow every day, but the last day it'll snow is May 12th. So that in my mind so, and if I'm right, somebody's got to buy me, I don't know, a cookie cake? I haven't had a cookie cake in a while, so buy me a cookie cake. So I do want to uh, definitely check out this schedule, though. They were at Vestal. They won that 13-6. to Most recently on March 30th, which is this past Saturday, they faced off against Shaker and won that game 4 to 3 and they will have games coming up against Watertown, CNS, Essex Junction, Beeville, FM, Rome Free Academy, Syracuse, West Jenny, Lafayette. All those games are coming up this season as they have on their schedule for the regular season. They Their next game will be April 6th, which will be up against Watertown. And their final game of the regular season will be on May 14th against West Genesee at home. And then hopefully... They will be playing further than that in the postseason, as we hope the best for them. So, you know, thank you to to everybody that has supported Liverpool Athletics and Liverpool's lacrosse team and, you know, boys lacrosse, girls lacrosse, everything. You know, thank you. You know, when you're a supporter, you should support it all. So if you're a basketball fan, you should still support the lacrosse team and, you know, the the football team and, and this, you know, just everything. You know, you, you got to show love to all the sports because all of these young men and women are working very, very diligently and very hard to do great things in our community. And you got to show them the love and and just show them the appreciation and and give the best that you can because they work hard and and they deserve it. And I had this conversation on Friday, you know, that it's easy to get emotional and, you know, and you want your kid to play and you want your team to win and you want this and that. And the other thing you want to go undefeated. So it's easy to get mad at coaches and get mad at officials and get mad at your kids. And, you know, some people do all that stuff. But you have to remember that this is the youth of our Generation, or this is the generation I should say. This the this is the young generation. You know, this is our future, is what I was getting at here. You know, this is the youth of our of our world. And you know, yes, sometimes you got to tough love it up, but at the same time, you know, you gotta you gotta give them hugs. You know, and and I think the best parent out there hugs their kid. It gives them advice and hugs them, you know, gives them that, you know, this is how we get better. This is how we move forward. This is how we handle adversity. You know, this is what we can do. But but then you give them a hug and you give them a kiss and you're there for them. And, you know, that that's the thing. I think you always leave your kid with a positive. If you got to give them tough advice about relationships and school and sports and whatever and jobs, you know, it's 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 tough to be a parent. I'm not a parent yet, and I know it's tough to be a parent because I wasn't always easy on my parents. You know, sometimes I just, I had my head stuck on something and no matter what, that's what it was going to be. And, you know, my parents taught me better and I've grown up to be a person that my parents can believe and my parents can respect and my parents can appreciate. And 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 that means the world to me when you can look at your mom and dad and you can believe in something wholeheartedly that maybe nobody else believes in and they believe you. You know, that that comes from that comes from building that type of of respect. And it comes from building that type of relationship where your parents know that, you know, you are who you are and they know that that you give the best that you can give. And, you know, so I mean, to to have my parents love me back and to have my parents trust me and believe me, you know, that that's 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 the best thing because that means that I'm doing something good in this world, because, you know, your parents raise you, and then when you come back to them and say, hey, mom and dad, I want you to believe in this, and they do, you know, it just, you know, you can move mountains with faith, and my parents always taught me about faith, and and belief, and trust, and, you know, pray to God, and uh, when all else fails, pray to God, and when all succeeds, pray to God, so... You know, I, the best advice that I can give you, coming off of this Liverpool conversation, is love your kids up, teach them, help them to grow. You know, you got to let them fall. You got to let them get back up. You got to you got to let them attack the world, and know that you can't protect them from everything. You got to let them go out there and attack in a positive way, not in a negative way, but in a positive way. And at the you know, when all is said and done, give them a hug and give them a kiss. You know and just be there for them you know you can give your kids that tough love and 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 say what you need to say but at the end of all that you gotta you gotta hug them you gotta hug them and you gotta tell them listen I'm proud of you you know because if you're a parent that needs your kid to score four goals a game or else it's not good enough you're not you're not a good parent and if you're a parent that needs your kid to get 100 on every single test or your kid's not good enough you're you're not a good parent but if you, if you raise a child that strives to score every time they get the ball and a child that strives to get 100 every time they take a test, then you're a fantastic parent because it's the kids that try their best every single step of the way. Those are the ones you got to be proud of. Not every There's no one on this planet that gets 100 on every test. There's no one on this planet that scores four goals every game. But the ones that try to the ones that love it and the ones that don't hang their head after the game. Yeah, it sucks to lose. It sucks not to score. It sucks to fail a test, but it's how you respond. And my parents always told me, if you missed the shot, can you say that you practiced as hard as you possibly could that week? Can you say that you worked on the fundamentals and the things you need to do? Because if you could say that you did everything you could going into it, but you missed it, you can be proud of yourself. Did you study as hard as you possibly could? Did you try to understand the material to the best of your ability? You failed the test, and that sucks. But did you try? Did you give it all you had? That's what my parents always asked me. It wasn't about failing a test or missing a shot. It was, did I do everything to prepare myself to be ready for that test and for that game? And if the answer was yes, then my parents said, be proud. If the answer was no... And they told me to get back in the gym and get back in my notebook. And it made me the man I am today, and I love my parents for that. So thank you to the best parents in the world. And, you know, to all those kids out there, love mom and dad. Love them up. Give them the best you got because they appreciate you, you know. Mom and dad, they love you. And I hope they do. You know what I mean? I hope mom and dad are, are loving you up. You know, we don't all have the the best family situations, but you got support. And if all else fails, you got me. You know, in this community uh, of Central and Upstate New York, I'm not just here for you when you win, and all these kids know that. And if they don't, they will. But I'm not just here when you win because that's not how life is, right? I don't want friends that are just there for me when everything works out. I know the day I make a million dollars, all these people are going to come out of the woodwork. I know the day that I finally get up on that stand-up comedy stage, that all these people, and it goes well, everybody's going oh my God, I knew Dan Sator. I went to high school with him. I know, you know all that. People come to success. They flock towards success, right? You see it with fans all the time. Syracuse is in the Sweet 16. Everybody's a Syracuse fan. Syracuse gets bumped out of the tournament. Eh, when's football season? So, you know what I mean? So, but you have to look for those people that are there no matter what. Those fans that are there no matter what. The people that are cheering you on. Nobody's opinion matters. Right? The fair weather, they don't matter. It's the ones that show up. Being a biological parent doesn't make you a dad or a mom. It's how you treat your kids. Right? And... It's so crazy that I'm not a dad. I'm 33 years old. I'm not a father. I mean, I'm father to my dog, and my dog acts like a human, and I treat Lily like my kid, but I'm not a father of like a child human. And it's so crazy how I'm not yet, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not going to get it all, you know, that, 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 that feeling that parents talk about and whatnot. I don't have it all, but I get it. You know, I get it. And I just, I understand it because it's not hard to be a parent. You know what I mean? Like it's, I understand parents like, oh no, Dan, it's really right. But get what I'm saying. It's not hard to love. It's not hard to be there. It's not there. It's not hard to, to just be present, right? That's, that's the majority of the battle. And that's, that's the thing is it's like, I could love my kids. I could love somebody else's kids. I could have biological children someday I could be in a relationship with somebody who has kids and I never thought that I could say all of that but it's like life throws you curveballs and at 33 years old life life threw me a giant curveball and the greatest thing in the world about it is it's the one that I needed you know it's the one that I needed to hit and I knocked it out of the park and now it's like well here we go for life you know here we go from here and you're constantly learning. And these kids teach me so much. You know, these these parents, the support is awesome. And that's why I tell all the parents and the grandparents and the aunts, the uncles and the friends and the boosters and the alumni, I tell everybody to come out to these shows because these kids need your support. These The show is for them. It's not for me. It's for them. You know, I'm going to talk no matter what every Monday through Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern Time here on Mix LR. Dot com backslash dt and on WakeUpCallDT.com's homepage. I'm going to do that no matter what. Right? But when I go and I do these events, they're for the kids. They're for the coaches. They're for the high schools. They're for the community. So you got to come out and support them and you got to be there for them. And, and like I said, you know, I'm not a parent yet. But there's just something inside of me that's that's that that understands and i, I and i'm ready for it. You know, i'm ready for it. i'm ready i'm ready for that. I'm ready to you know, take a kid to the zoo and you know, when they fall, you know, you want to go and grab them, but then you see him lifting himself up and you go, "Oh my god, that's great." And he dusts himself off. You know, my parents were always there for me. But they let me get up off the ground myself. And you know, and, and I appreciate that. I really do. And, you know, I'm, i I know that today coming off of this Liverpool special with the Boys Lacrosse team that maybe nobody thought I would go this way. You thought I would talk about Duke losing or or this and that. And I got a week to talk about all this stuff. But I, I'm just, you know, again, I've been on this spiritual journey and it's just it's just brought so many things out in my life. And it's just asked me so many questions that I'm proud to answer now. And, you know, I, I, I just, I really honestly appreciate, you know, I just respect what it is to be a parent. And, and, and I know it's hard, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's hard, but you got to love your kids up and you got to be better than what your mom and your dad were. If they weren't good to you, you got to be better. And if they were great to you still strive to be, you know, Better. Be the best that you can be. Because all these kids need at the end of the day is to know that you're there and to know that you care and to know that you matter, you know, and that they matter. That's all it is. You know, I went... I, I can't tell you how many car rides I had with my parents after a game where I just hung my head and I was sad or there were games I was really excited, you know. And there was really just one moment where I really felt like I got that appreciation and it actually is in my studio it was the year that we won the championship I was in a summer league and we won the championship it was the hoop mania basketball camp pro league and we and it was out in Marcellus and we won the 1999 championship and not only did we win the 1999 championship, but I was voted MVP of the playoffs. And I remember that they called out. Now, they wrote my name wrong and they said my name wrong. So that was fun. <laughs> fun, No. But uh, so I just remember sitting there and being like, you know, what is going on? You know what I mean? Like Because I heard my name and they kept saying it. And I was like, that's not me. There's no way. That I won MVP, and because I had never won MVP of anything, and I won MVP, and it was just that moment, right? It was that moment that was so life changing. To, you know, go your whole life just working your butt off with basketball, and here I am, what fourteen years old at the time, and you know we played indoor outdoor games, so you had to play outside, which is a lot harder than you think it is because you're not in a controlled environment and. So, you know, I'm playing outside, and I arguably had my best game, think they had nine points out there, hitting threes and whatnot, a few of them, and a couple of them, I think, and it, and it just, you know, it was that moment. But the thing about my parents was, whether I sat on the bench or I played, whether I hit shots or I didn't, whether I played 20 seconds or a few minutes or whatever, my parents showed up, and... You know, those are the things that matter. And I look back on those days and I'm so proud that I played basketball. My dad said something to me when I was seven. I was playing at pastimes on North Salina. It's when I first played organized basketball. I was seven years old. And I said to my dad, I go, I'm, you know, I was like, I'm not playing. The coach won't put me in. This is stupid. I quit. It's a stupid. I quit. And it was on like a Saturday or something. And I told my dad I quit. And he said, no. And I said, no, it's my decision. And my dad said, no, you're not quitting. I was like, what do you mean? You're not? I'm not, I want to, I want to, I, I want to stop. And my dad said to me, if you quit, if you quit right now in your life, if you quit this game, if you quit basketball, because it's not going your way, If you quit right now in this moment, you will quit for the rest of your life. You will quit on things for the rest of your life. And I am not going to let that happen as your father. (laughs) And did that season go perfectly? No. But you know what? I don't quit on anything I believe in. So shout out to you, Dad. You know, shout out to Dad. So that's what I'm talking about, right? You want to win. You want to score. You want to do this. You want to do that. The parents want to see it. But at the end of the day, no matter what type of advice you have for your kid or what type of tough love you got to give them, put your arm around them, give them a hug, give them a kiss on the cheek and say, you know what? I'm proud of you. You're, you're, you know, you're my little girl or you're my little boy. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You know, and don't let them quit. Don't let them quit. Just don't let them quit because quitters never prosper. So just stay on that good path, man. I'm on that path. And I want to share that with you. And I, I don't I don't you know, it's like it's hard to find the words for it. But we all kind of have our thing, right? And this lacrosse team, what I loved about sitting with Jake Fahey and Jake Pesino and Ryan McGowan and head coach Mike Felice and Devin Duane, what I liked about sitting with these guys is they all had a personality you know, and it was genuine. Like when Ryan spoke with me, he spoke, you know, soft and he kind of looked at me and it was just a genuine, it was a genuine, like he's, he looked me in the eye and it was, it was like, I mean this, you know, and, and Jake, just his confidence and his demeanor and his comfort, you know, the fact that the first time he was on the show, he had to get comfortable. And this second time around, you've already seen him grown as a person, how comfortable he is. And, you know, and then Jake, just to, to speak on, you know, what he cares about and to have his thoughts and, and just to, you know, have him have that, like that subtle comedy. And then Devin Duane, you know, just his voice, he was so powerful. And then coach Felice was just so open and so real and, you know, just willing to go anywhere with the conversation. That's what makes it fun. And you heard us. I mean, we laughed throughout the entire thing. The crowd laughed. That's what it's about. I mean, of course, I want I want Liverpool to win every single game. Of course, I want them to have success and be amazing. Of course, of course, but the thing that matters more than all that is that that these these gentlemen learn something, right? They learn something for life. They learn something that they can take forward. That this coach feels empowered to be a leader and a and a in another parent. To some people, their only parent. To other people, an extra parent. You know, to to strive for greatness. You want to win games, but. We have to go beyond that because you don't win every game in life. Not every relationship works out. Not every friendship works out. Not every job works out. Not every vacation works out. Not every marriage works. Not every everything works out. So you have to equip these kids to say, we may not win every game, but it's not because it's not going to be because we didn't put all our blood, sweat, and tears out there on the field. So shout out to being 2-0, gentlemen. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it going. And God bless to you. I love it. I love what I do. And I love being around these kids. And I can't thank you enough for the time and and thank the parents enough for trusting their children with me for a few hours to, to share these stories and to be able to do these things. It means a lot to me, to the parents, to the coaches, to the athletic departments, to the schools. Thank you for letting me be around the youth of today and being able to build that bridge to the people that are going to lead this world. We'll take a fast break. We'll be back in just a moment. This is a wake-up call, Fast
7: Fast Break. Break. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature Top It breakfast bar with over 30 different toppings to personalize the most important meal of the day, all complimentary with your stay. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price.
4: Having peace of mind when you're out of town that your furry loving friend is safe and sound means taking them to canine campground because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? So take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York and see Canine Campground and where your dog will be staying in the Classic Cabin, the Executive Cabin, the Grand Cabin or, of course, the Luxury Cabin because if you know Lily, you know she loves luxury. <laughs> now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call K-9 Campground at 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop off and pick up times are Monday through Sunday. Check k9campground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number 9, and campground spelled with a K.com. K9campground.com.
7: When you're going out of town, bring your dog to K9 Campground.
4: Consistency is, well, consistently hard to find, unless you head to 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, the home of the Penn and Trophy Center, who has been serving us Central and Upstate New Yorkers, as well as beyond, for decades. The Penn and Trophy Center on 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, gives you an amazing and unique way to customize a memory today. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center be it an Employee of the Month award, a sports award, something for your business, engraving for your family, your loved ones, anniversaries, birthday parties, and so much more, including remembering somebody who served in the military. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. The definition of consistency is pen and Trophy. Browse their products on penandtrophy.com. That's penandtrophy.com. And call them for more information at 315-422-8797. That's 315-422-8797. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is located on 3680 Milton Avenue Four eight seven two 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 for the Wildcat family friendly sports pub and restaurant. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on Wake Call DT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wake call DT. Wanna thank Monster Energy for fueling the show and I want to thank all the great partners that I have in Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora and Dan Tortora Broadcast Media as a whole. You can see all of those great partners on WakeUpCallDT.com. Become a member, subscribe, bookmark the page right now, WakeUpCallDT.com. You will see on the homepage, it says Central New Yorkers, support our community by supporting local businesses Carvel Dewitt Fan Hands, the Penn and Trophy Center, True by Hilton Camillus, the Press Room Pub in downtown Syracuse, Canine Campground Dog Boarding and Doggy Daycare, the Museum of Intrigue, Painting with a Twist, Frightmare Farms, Home Team Pub, the Syracuse Stallions, Drysig Apparel and Drysig Lady, Utica Pizza Company, Honda City of Liverpool, and the Wildcat Sports Pub are all proud partners of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, and you definitely got to check them out. And there's quick links to Syracuse football, Syracuse men's basketball, fantasy football, the on-demand radio archive, our newspaper, the Jaguars coverage, and so much more. You will find on the top of the page the calendar to know where we're going to be, who's DT, you can find out information about me, the Fan Cave, the guests that have been on the show, Wake Up Call TV, the Central New York tab, we'll show you all the companies we're proud to work with, the show archive, obviously self-explanatory, the CUSE acronym, Constant Updates and Special Exclusives, has Syracuse basketball, football, and the Stallions. The articles page is the newspaper, fantasy football advice, and so much more. We also have a ticker that runs my information on there, so I am able to upload and change that information at any time. So always go back and look at the ticker on Wake Up Call DT. Dot com. You can get the information on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT to connect with us. When the show is going to be live in the archive, you can click on any of the logos underneath the Mix LR live feed to see that you can listen on the RSS feed, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, TuneIn, iTunes, and YouTube. Over 1,200 shows are available to you and almost 110,000 downloads we've had already. So thank you for your support. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it because the words, I mean, I just can't say enough words is what I'm trying to say. But thank you so much for your love and support. Thank you for all that you do. And thank you to the amazing people that make this community what it is. Everybody says, why'd you come back to Syracuse from Florida? Well, first and foremost, Florida is the second home of my show. I've been covering the Jaguars on site in some way, shape, or form for the past 11 years. The better part of that, you know, I've also covered the Magic, NBA Summer League, the Tampa Bay Rays, the Miami Dolphins, UCF, USF, Miami, Florida State, as well as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and I feel and Camping World Stadium. So I feel uh, more than blessed to call Florida my second home. But why did I come back to Syracuse? Because we're a blue-collar, hard-working town filled with great people. I wanted to find the woman of my dreams here. I wanted to, you know, build my life here. I wanted to do all those great things here. And some of those things get checked off the list, some of them don't. Yet, but you know, the the way that I look at life is I want Syracuse to always be in my heart, and my heart to always be in Syracuse. And so I can't thank, in the community, upstate New York and, and central New York. So I can't thank you all enough to Liverpool, West Genesee, CNS, CBA, Baldwinsville. you know, everybody we've had the opportunity to work with, uh, the Syracuse Stallions, LeMoyne, OCC, Oswego, Syracuse, Brian and Stratton. Thank you so much for everything. Marywood University, my alma mater in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I love the Northeast. I love my community. I love this whole country. I want to thank my listeners from all over the country and all over the world. And just make sure that you bookmark and you become a member and you listen in. It's free. MixLR.com backslash DT every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We got the Stallions coming up this week. We have NCAA Tournament Talk coming up this week. I'm going to be unveiling a bunch of awesome stuff. So many interviews coming up. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be amazing. So... Definitely stay locked to it. I'll be here Tuesday, April 2nd here on the show. And God bless to each and every single one of you. I hope you have a tremendous day. Thank you to Liverpool once again. I can't wait to be out with them here in April. We're out at Home Team Pub every single month with Liverpool Athletics. Cannot wait to do it again. So thank you and a big shout out to Liverpool. And I want to thank Ryan McGowan, Jake Fahey, Jake Pesino, Devin Dwayne, head coach Mike Felice. Once again, all the families and all the friends, the boosters, the alumni, and the community itself. I want to thank Joey Khalil and the entire team at Home Team Pub. If you haven't been there, the food is tremendous. The atmosphere is great. And you definitely got to get yourself out there. It is a wonderful place run by a wonderful family and just a genuine good person at the head of all of this stuff. And that is why it means the world to me. So thank you to Joey Khalil and Home Team Pub on 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, right there on Route 57. You definitely want to go and see them. So have a tremendous day. Be good to yourself. Find your peace. Find your serenity. And when all else fails, pray. And when all else succeeds, pray. Because as I read at the beginning of the show, if you believe in something and you pray about it, you will receive it. God bless you and have a good day.